I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm in Melbourne. Can you believe it? Yeah, I, I, I want to know everything about your whare where you, the house is staying and what, what are we We're at? in central, like Fitzroy. It's, it couldn't be a trendier Gosh. spot. Every time we bump into someone, they're like, oh, great spot. And this morning I got a coffee and I got a croissant and honestly, the vibe over here is outrageous. It's outrageous. In what what way? No one's wearing masks. Oh, pandemic's over. Pandemic's over. It's crazy. It's exhilarating. It's given me a new lease on life. I mean, I'm trying to be a bit more careful because I've flown all the way over here to do shows. And if I get sick because I can't do my shows and I can't do my shows, then I've made a big mistake. Yeah, big totally. expensive mistake. But that being said, oh my God, Eli. Does it feel good? I feel like I'm in 2019. Yeah. Where have, you, what are, where have you been? What have you done? I arrived yesterday. Mm-hmm. We um, couldn't get into our Airbnb until three. So we just sat in a cafe for a very long time and then um, got into the thing. And then I had like four gigs last night. <laughs> Four gigs? Okay, Comedy King. <laughs> Comedy King. It was so so chaotic. Um, right. But just good to be back in the thick of it, you know? Doing yeah. It. Did you go to the Cafe Grub? Is it back? Or I heard it closed down because that would be close ha- to you, right? We have not been to Grub. Um, okay. But that's where mm, we went. We're on a different side of Fitzroy because we used to live in it, that puppet house. Yeah, the pu- iconic puppet house. It was the a ha- days was of it, our lives. It was an Airbnb, um, but it was also a puppet shop. And... Wait, you didn't live there, did you? No, but I popped over. I say we as in the collective we, as in the majority of the yes. people were there were in that puppet house, and I would come over a lot. I, re- I, one of the historic things about that puppet house, I feel like it's where Rose and Alice became friends. Yes. Like, literally witnessed it happen in the puppet house playing Monopoly deal. It was just, the puppet house and that era was like a real state of flux for us. Like, I felt like everyone transformed mm. into their now crystallized versions of themselves but you were coming out of a relationship and into a new one like you know we really transformed in that time it was all it was all on what's the decor in your airbnb can we talk about it so there's a picture of kind of beach chairs behind you lots of these kind of generic um i would say art deco prints quite largely framed um yeah gorgeous this is i'm in guy montgomery's room he's done wonderful thing with the place uh, and he said he had nothing to hang his clothes up. He's actually got a full hanging rack, whereas I've got nothing to hang. Nothing. My, I'm upstairs on a loft mezzanine floor. Oh, wow. And I love it. I feel like. Is it just a little two bedroom? A little two bedroom, yeah. Honestly, it must feel amazing to be in Melbourne and to not have to share a bed with your friend. <laughs> <laughs> We've really grown and. <laughs> We've really grown up. <laughs> grown up and worked our way up in the world. I think the last time we were in. In Melbourne together, we were in that. We booked an Airbnb, and then the host pulled out. That it was meant to be in Fitzroy. People would have been like, "Great spot," but instead, we ended up in fucking South Bank because the in a host. Big, yeah, that huge that apartment honestly, block. 
And then the guy made an awful joke when we first checked in. And I tell you what, I also paid a $500 deposit from my credit card, which I never got back. Because he said we marked the wall. And I tried to fight him on it. And then, like, just to mention it was like, I'm in a different country. Like, I can't do it. Oh, my God. There's nothing God. more I could do. Anyway. Remember that time you had a um, gym membership in Melbourne? And then... And I kept paying it. You kept paying it. You were at Melbourne for a month. You got a gym membership. And then how long were you paying for the gym membership for? Um, until, like, December. So, I would have come back in, like, June or May or June. It was only, like... I think it was, like, $8 a week or something. Like, it wasn't a, a super expensive gym membership. But I did get, like, $800 back. Because I complained until until they gave it to me. I, honestly, it's so funny now. Considering, like, how scrupulous we have to be with our money. And how, like, over our accounts we have to be in order to, like get a mortgage and stuff. And the fact that you had an ongoing gym membership in Melbourne, a city you were not living in at the time, is... I didn't even visit that whole time. Just really goes to show the kind of care you were taking over your own personal bank accounts. Yeah, disaster. I wasn't GST registered back then, I'll tell you that much. (laughs) (laughs) These gays are both GST registered. Play the theme song. Sorry, Mom. It's not a phase. Welcome along to another week's episode of The Male Gaze with your hosts, Eli Matheson and Chris Parker. I just thought oh, I'd drop our names. That intro was Thank crazy. You. Pretty clean. <laughs> clean it was whistle. pretty clean. I feel like I, I, I'm like, I, I don't even get to say hello. I'm just, I'm just bringing a kind of professional standard here. You've already said hello. I mean, well, that's what we're doing up top, you know? I guess so. But I thought, you know, reset stuff. Anyway, yeah, I, I like it. I like it. Wow. The an- you're really the anchor. You're really wow. in the anchor position. <laughs> hey. You anchor your radio breakfast radio show in the morning, and I just want you to take a load off. Oh, thank you so much, man. Thank you so much. This is the space where I do take a load off. (laughs) Ah. That Um, is disgusting. Do you reckon we could go the whole podcast without talking about um, the big thing in pop culture that happened that everyone is talking about now? Listen, it's amazing, isn't it? Like, okay, so... You got the squirt t-shirt. Yeah, I've got a squirt t-shirt. Yeah, that's just, cool. I wanted to get that. Anyway, let's talk about... Let's just stay on topic for a second. So, Guy Montgomery and I were in Melbourne. We've just landed. It's um, There's time difference, obviously, and that's just doing my head in. I'm not used to that because, you know, we're used to living in our own country. I'm so used to living in my own country. <laughs> my own house, to be honest. And then I was like, oh, let's catch up on the Oscars and see who's won awards. We're just like sitting at a bar getting a beer. As I opened my phone, it was the exact moment it happened. It was like, not that we weren't watching it live. I was just watching it on Twitter, like, you know, as people were tweeting. And it was like, two minutes, one, you know, like one minute, like was the, was the tweet time. And it was just, I thought it was like, no one, it was at that point when no one could figure out if it was a publicity stunt or real. And, um, well, you must be so happy that it happened in terms of working in morning radio. Oh, I mean, it was all was that- we talked about. And the text machine. Wham, wham, wham. Team Chris, Team Will. Team Jada. Um, I think it's amazing our ability as humans to, like, 
I'm like immediate. I heard a couple of jokes about it at gigs, and I was like, I'm already over this. Yeah, and it had just happened. I hadn't even once talked about it with someone in real life, and I was like already rolling my eyes. It was just that you knew that when it's this big pop culture event, you're just like everyone's going to have an angle on it in a way that's so boring. I know. I mean, we and, still make Moonlight La La Land jokes. Which still to me is the fun. And I actually have been thinking about that moment because I feel like this moment, <laughs> as toxic as the behavior on stage was, nothing can beat the guy who found out that La La Land didn't win but still did his speech <laughs> and then said, we lost, by the way. That is, I mean, that is Paul psychotic. I'll never forget that bald man. <laughs> <laughs> so was, good I just think what? like What do I think about How do I feel about it It's just like I don't know I was not I surprised wa- I mean it was VMA behaviour Celebrities are fully Fully crazy Like just so stupid And Actors are Actors are so, so dumb Dumb So narcissistic And I think Also the Like the fact that he Obviously, it was like dead cert that he was going to win Best Actor, and they knew that was going to be one of the biggest moments of the night, so they put him in that front row seat right by the stage so that he was like, his ego could not have been more in a higher position than it was in that moment. He, I feel, I mean, I feel sorry for Chris Rock. I don't think you should joke about some, like, I just think whenever you joke about someone's appearance, it's like Mm -hmm. really crazy territory. I just like, it, it feels always like cheap. A cheap shot yeah definitely and always i'm like i'm scared to just even bring up gender in a room because you never know where people are let oh, alone right. like just like this is what you look like like you've got a shaved head you look like gij it's just really weird but so that the joke was odd but you it was sh- a weird joke don't- that was dated and like so bizarre and i don't think he knew that she had that condition. No way. But maybe I could be wrong. I think he literally, like, because I, like, obviously someone like Amy Schumer's monologue, there's like 20 writers, they're all sending her jokes and then she puts it together. But other than like Chris Rock, they're like, just get up. We want yes. you to say a little bit. Of, and he came up with it all himself. And I'm sure he was sitting there being like, who's in the front row that I can talk about? Her. She's got such a powerful, impactful look. I can see what it is. I'll make that joke. That's what I think happened. I'm addicted to the seconds after he got whacked in the face because I just think it's so revealing of human character. The that ability that you laugh and you're like, whoa, I just got hit in I got smacked out by Will Smith. Um and then you get to see him rattle and then like time catches up with him. Because like time just slows down in those moments and you're just yeah. trying to be like act cool, act cool, act it's like when you fall over and really hurt yourself and then you get back up. And just try to let everyone know that you're all right. And we've all seen it. We're like, you just totally yeah. bailed. But you're like, no, no, no. It's all good. It's all good. I, I, <laughs> I'm good. I'm walking I'm on, it off. I'm fine. I've honestly never heard anything more quiet than the room after Will Smith yells the second time. <laughs> what do you reckon home was like? Because, Will, that whole family is so strange. Well, they went to the after party together as a family. And they all got a photo of them all together going to the party. And it's then apparently smart. he partied all it's night. smart. United front. The publicist is like, you fucking listen to me. Mm-hmm. The family shows up. Bring in Willow. I know. They weren't even at the Oscars. Bring, the, bring Willow. Bring, bring Jaden in. And we get photos together. We show a family. We show Will Smith protecting his family. Who do you think this will... I'll tell you what. I don't want to read a single think piece on it. No, I know. And, and I, I got so re- exhausted 
because it was like I felt like the timeline was like violence is never okay, and then it was like making fun of someone's disability is never okay, and then it was like there are too many takes, and then I was like it's just gone full cycle. It's just and it's just a dumb. It's just a dumb thing that happened. Like, it's just a dumb little moment. But then we're just expected to write. Like, you're just expected to read and learn so much. Like, and take one single takeaway. Take one stance. Yeah. Which I think is like, never never how these things roll out. It's like, you watch a kind of hustle up between a couple of people and then have one single takeaway from the from the situation. It's like, it's never that mm. simple. They're both, what, they're both idiots. They're both idiots. I definitely want to see Chris Rock's tour that he's about to do well exactly i mean he's coming to it's like great advertising for it it's incredible <laughs> he'll talk about it surely he'll talk oh, about he'll, it i'm sure it'll be the whole show do you reckon i mean i don't know obviously well, he'd been advertising at all before this happened how smart do you reckon the smiths are really smart like i think they'll be able to they'll sue him like they'll put a thing on them a gag order on it so we won't be able to talk about it right do you think so Probably. But then do you think he would, because Chris Rock could press charges and like there's so, <laughs> just incontrovertible evidence of what happened. Imagine if it went to court. Yeah. But Chris Rock said he's not pressing charges. So, but I think if they sued him not to talk about it, then he could be like, because you can, you've got, I don't know, like a few years to do that. What do you reckon the next moves for Will Smith are? I'm, do you know what I'm going to say? Hmm. Ellen. You'll go on she, Ellen. She's only got a, a month left. Did she's you know that? only got a month left? She's only got a month left. And she's been taking a lot of time off. There's been a lot of fill-in hosts. She really has been, eh? Yeah. What do you reckon her last episode will be? Her, Jennifer Aniston, Dakota yeah, Johnson. Dakota Johnson. It'd be <laughs> iconic if she brought Dakota back. Surely Portia will come out in the last episode. Pretty amazing Jane Campion took out another Oscar. Pretty um, smart of her to um, write it all down. I didn't what do you, see what the do you speech. Talk out of, she, she's never won before. Best director. Yeah. She has, hasn't she? She's won it twice. Did she win it for the piano? I'm sure. That's the whole point. I think she was the first woman nominated. And that's... Jane Campion. Oscars. She's the second woman ever to win. And I think when she was nominated for the piano, she was the first woman to be nominated. Oh, right. Uh-huh. You would know. I do kind of know these things, but then um, now I'm questioning it because you feel very confident. Jane Campion, well, maybe she won Best Picture or something. Oh, she won gosh. Best Screenplay. She Is has it? won an Oscar before. I knew she'd won an Oscar before, but maybe not for mm. Best Director. But maybe she was nominated for Best Director and she's been the only one. Best original screenplay as well. That whole story just came out of a noggin. What? The piano or the power of the dog? The piano. Power of the dog's a book. Oh, but, so it came out of someone else's noggin. Yeah, it came out of someone else's it's noggin. It's so crazy when someone invents something new. Like, is yeah. he just like everything now is like an adaptation of a this or oh. a reversion of whatever? And then for someone to just be like, here's a new story. Like, I'm craving a new story. You got to see everything everywhere all at once. I saw it last week. It's the best film I've seen in like five years. I can't get over it. Is it very superhero y? No. Okay. It just feels like it could be. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, I guess a little bit. I would describe it as like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind meets Fun. The Matrix. Huh. So it is like multi-universe, but not superhero-y. Maybe I'll go to the Fight movies. Fight scenes, though. You'll, you, honestly, I think you'll love it. <gasps> I loved it. The performances are amazing. Like, the main four actors are incredible. 
I watched The Mask on the yeah, plane. I saw that. What a, what and a, I was like, a, that's crazy that someone just invented that. Like, it's not, because it, it's so ingrained in pop culture. We're like, oh, The Mask. It's very much, the, like, if you saw someone with a green face wearing a yellow suit, you'd be like, iconic. The Mask, the yeah. Mask. But prior to that, it was like not everything that existed. It's not like they based it on a board game or old, game. an old story or a cartoon. It was like, they made up this story and someone was like what if the mask turned green on his face isn't that interesting because there must have been a, p- a point where they were like what color should the mask be huh, maybe green maybe green it's amazing Crazy. it blows my mind i don't have a fact of the gay by the way Just i got keep- one i actually got you i um i knew you'd let me down <laughs> i've traveled <laughs> i know you're on a different time zone you couldn't possibly have found a fact of the gay facts don't exist in this time zone just Here's theories yeah, I found out a fact about a straight person, but it involves gay. So here, here goes. Will Smith. <laughs> what do you reckon, though? Because so it's, it's the rumors, rumors that eh? him and Jada both buy, and it's pretty much common knowledge now that they're open, and they've basically talked about that. And there were jokes last night about them being open. Their marriage, their whole family puts me on edge. I feel like there's, there's just too much honesty in the family. Like, families have to lie to each other. And the way that they are so honest and raw with each other, it makes me uncomfortable and it makes me feel like something could happen, you know, that, wow. I, don't, that I don't like puts me... Is it, put, the family's going to take over the world. Yeah, it just... I don't know. It just... I couldn't imagine having dinner at their house. It would end up with, like, a fight and then a kiss and then sex. Like, it's just weird. I like the kids, but the parents do freak me out. I think the kids are wacky too, though. They're really yeah, The kids of- are wacky, but in a way that I don't know, I kind of like. They're kind of like The Incredibles. <laughs> don't you think? <laughs> yeah. In my gay opinion. <laughs> in my gay opinion, the, the Smiths equal The Incredibles. Okay, time for the fact of the gay. Fact of the gay. Jimi Hendrix. What does that bring to mind when I mention the name, Chris? When I think Jimi Hendrix, I think being 16, I think of like... Friends learning the guitar and also at the same time discovering pot. Um, yes. It reminds me of Led Zeppelin as well. And like p- posters from the CD and DVD store. That's so, uh, that, the band that I was very briefly in at high school used to do Hey Joe by Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> a song that I don't even like and didn't like them, but I thought it was, seemed cool. Um, Jimi Hendrix was discharged from the army. And the, like, the reason that he's always said was because... He claimed he broke his ankle on a parachute jump, but there was no medical records to mention it. So a book came out not too long ago called something Room Full of Mirrors, a biography of Hendrix. And it was revealed in that that he told his psychologist that he was in love with uh, one of his squad mates. He had gay feelings for one of the uh, other members of a squad that he'd become addicted to masturbating about him. And then uh, the captain recommended that he be discharged for homosexual tendencies. And then he made up the lie. No, he told the psychologist the lie. He got out of the army. Then he didn't tell anyone for years and years and years. And then it came out kind of recently. Wow. So he, hold on. So he had a friend who he liked to think about and masturbate over. Well, he didn't though. I think he just made that up. So what, where's the parachute and the heli, what? That, the parachute is the lie he made up afterwards to say how he got out of going to Vietnam. He just didn't want to go to Vietnam. He didn't want to go to Vietnam. And to get out of Vietnam, he said he was gay. And then he told people later on 
that um, it was because he fucked his ankle up in a parachute injury. So it's two lies. Two lies, one man. Two lies, one truth. Okay, two lies, one truth. Yeah, great. Please, okay. please, let's go. <laughs> Chris, put the two lies, one truth sting in here. <laughs> I, I hurt my ankle. Uh-huh. Uh, para, para, parachuting once. I played the clarinet for eight years. I've got a best friend I like to think about all the time and masturbate when I think about them. Wait, I'm so confused. Are you playing Jimi Hendrix now, but then you've blended it with like a fact about yourself? You, you just repeated back two things about Jimi Hendrix to me. And then inserted a fact about you. Did you say two lies, one truth? Or are we playing two truths, one lie? Oh, is that, oh I'm playing two lies, one truth. Okay, cool. Well, the, the, the clarinet Hen- thing's true. And the things you copied the, the from Jimmy what I Hendrix. just said to you. Spin. I just think it's such a crazy lie. Both of I them guess are. it was just one of those things that just worked because gay men weren't allowed to be in the army. So have you, you want to go? maintained a life for very long in your life? I mean, apart from the obvious. The obvious. Uh, yes, I remember when I was like um, maybe 9, 10, 11, 12. My <laughs> best friend Tom. Hold on. <laughs> Three whole years? Or <laughs> yeah. Re- <laughs> yeah, yeah, across that kind of period. Maybe more focusing on intermediate. We're at Kirkwood Intermediate. And my friend Tom, who I'd been pretty good friends with at the high school and then at Intermediate became very tight with, but he um, was like a full-on atheist, like really, Whoa. really active. And like his parents, his dad was especially as well. So um, Full-on to be like 11 and like really atheist. Like God and church sucks. So I just like used to like pretend that I didn't go to church, even though my family did. And then like oh. when my... I remember even once, like, being dropped off at um, our other friend James's house to, like, watch some movies, and Dad said, Dad was, like, going to say that he would pick me up after church, and I literally, like, cut him off because I didn't want Tom finding out that I went to church. So I was, like, in the closet, like, closeted Christian. Wow. And what's Tom doing now? He's an actor and a performer, and he um, manages a shop. He's still a good friend of mine in Wellington. And still super atheist? Yeah, but less aggressively so, for sure. For sure. My big lie was I lied to my mum about um, I slept in through my music exam. It was my last (laughs) exam at high school. And I arrived, I thought it was in the afternoon, and I arrived in the afternoon and everyone was walking out of the exam because it was actually in the morning. And I remember being like, she's never going to know. And then I was like, because it was my last year, I was already already, accepted to go to drama school. So I was like, oh, I'll just... But it wasn't necessarily a lie as I just hid the truth from mum. And then it came out like a couple years ago, like a good good eight years after missing that exam. And mum was outraged. She was like, what? She would be. I was like, well, I'm not using music anymore. It's not like I needed it. And I passed. And she was still like, I can't believe you didn't. I can't believe you didn't go. And I was like, well, I didn't need the. It's like as if I still needed the credits or something. Yeah, I wouldn't. I did my mum. My mum wouldn't have even looked at my NCA results. I don't think. Maybe, but she wouldn't have taken them in. NCA seems like a pretty bad idea, eh? Yeah, they are going to change it at some point, eh? I don't feel like it teaches you. What it teaches you is how to budget, like how to how get do, the credits wait, you need. How do you mean? Well, you just need to get your credits you need, and then oh yeah, it teaches you to like, set your standards low, really low, and just like yeah. be, able, be able to scrape through with security, and then that's it. Mind you, back when we were there, 
you didn't used to get now you get your like you achieve NCA level one as a whole with achieved merit excellence, right? Which I feel like would have driven me a little bit harder. When I was there, you just got it or you didn't. And then individually you had achieves merits excellence businesses, but like no one was gonna look at all of that. But now you get an overall excellence merit achieved for the year, I think. Oh, oh yeah. And would that push. would get me going. It's interesting how things change and develop, mm. but then you just think it's the same as what you experienced. I'm like that with Grinder now. Like I wouldn't know what the app Grinder is like. Like I don't True. know if there's any, any development. In my mind it's the sound changed. Like surely, I mean you could barely recognize Instagram. Like do they have mm. stories or whatever? Like I don't really know what's on that app anymore. Do they do video calls on Grinder? Surely that function should exist. Surely they would put that in there. But I feel like as well that's like not um helpful in terms of like what the app's trying to do. Or if it still has ads for like snakes and ladders games and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, you, you were on a little bit like after I was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of end of 2016 vibes. But there's new, there were new functions. Eh? Like there's like always like a tap and a poke and a and a and a super like like on Tinder. I think super like God, that is cursed. Eh? That's what? really putting yourself out there. There's nothing more brave or bold than super liking someone on Tinder. What are, what what are the apps that people are using now? Do you know? Hinge. You hear lots about Hinge. Yeah. What's Intern Cal oh. on on the edge? I think he's either on Hinge or Bumble. I sound. Yeah. You sound so old. Old. Ancient. We ancient. Need- ancient. Ancient. Part of me was like, oh, we've got to end this podcast when we're like, you know, like old and tragic. But then part of me is like, we should continue it when we're like sixty-five, seventy. Well, everyone's aging up with us, you know. Exactly. And they've got to listen. The thing is, yeah, they've got to listen to something. And we <laughs> may as well be here. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, I had a queen of the week as well. Oh, yeah, sure. I would love to hear it. Queen of the Week. Ariana DeBose, who won Best Supporting Actress, First Queer Woman of Colour to win an Oscar. And God, she rocks. She is she so good. Best Supporting. Mm-hmm. In West mm-hmm. Side? In West Side Story as Anita. And then she was sitting with the original Anita Rita Marino. <sighs> and gosh, she's so good in that movie. She's so good in Smigadoon. She is. But, and her speech was really powerful, but also was like very, that's a theatre queen. It was almost like two. Well, like too well done, you know. Like it was too good well, of a speech. She can be, she good. can be a theatre queen because she's in West Side Story. It's uh-huh. interesting because I think about that with Anne Hathaway. I watched her at Kelly Clarkson. <gasps> I watched you, that clip so many times. Have you watched what part of it? Have you watched just the bit where just she sings the, since you've been gone? Yeah, and I watched it over and over again. You got to watch the whole clip where she plays the whole game. The energy is so weird. It's Anne and her and. Anne is weirdly competitive in the game uh, in a way that just does not need to happen. Like, mm. it could just be a bit of fun. But Anne is like, like you, oh, you think you're going to beat me? Like, really trying to set up some kind of rivalry between her and Kelly Clarkson. 
And then she's really smug when she wins. It's so weird. But the my favorite part is when she guesses Hanson, um, doo-wop. And mm, it's not called doo-wop. Oh, it's called Mbop. But she sings doo-wop. Here's the thing. And <laughs> okay. sings doo-wop. Oh. But she also sings shoe-wop. It's unbelievable. Um, and, and they she, still give her the points. Yeah. She's That's like, a cursed game. And she sings it like differently. She's like, shoo bop, shoo ba da ba dee doo dub, shoo ba dee doo ba da doo dub. Like a different tune. It's, it has like real ick quality to it. Yeah, uh, but I wow. watched it over and over and over and over again. Because I've watched this since it's been gone clip and I literally have watched it so many times and been like, God, I love both of these women. This is perfect. Everything in this clip is perfect. But it I sounds like if I watch the Zack Snyder no, 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 I love the whole thing. It is perfect. Oh no, Chris, you frozen. For me, oh, no, you're the first time ever. Oh, Eli has frozen. <gasps> Our that was first crazy. freeze. What happened there? Did you? Did I freeze for you? You froze. You froze for me. I've taken a photo of like what you froze. As. Oh, you froze for me. Wow, this is my thing. I talked about this in an earlier pod. You never know who's whose the, fault it whose is. Whose fault it is when someone freezes. And it's no one's fault. Let us say that bad Wi-Fi is no one's fault. No one's fault. Like, it's the government's fault. Yeah, but... It's the Australian government's fault. Yeah. That was Crazy. so weird. That was really scary. Um, do I you like, like Anne Hathaway froze our internet. <laughs> do you like Anne Hathaway? Yeah, ultimately I do. I think she's very talented. Um, I think most of her performances are really good. It's a shame what happened to her, eh? Yeah, it's um, sexism, really, isn't it? Yeah. It is. Yeah. But then there is a part of me that, like, d- when she won her Oscar and said it came true. It was so, it's the most nauseating thing I've ever seen in my life. And it so made me feel disgusting. It's a balance, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It is crazy. Because you can't help but sort of shudder when she says that. But then she's taking some time off now, eh? Has she done a movie since? she She's promoting this, a series with Jared Leto, who is actually That's... kind of a male Anne Hathaway in terms of how he makes me feel but that no much worse a diabolical duo yeah I would like not want to be on set for that at all I know it's about um, WeWork it's about the failure of WeWork which was a um, business where they built um, offices that people could hire like shared oh. office spaces and it, oh. and it was a big bomb so it's basically the there's the Theranos one with the Amanda C. Freed at the moment and then there's the WeWork one they're quite similar stories about a like a biz dojo that doesn't work yeah like a, um, yeah it's about a biz dojo that doesn't work but they're both about like Silicon Valley like people investing in these ideas that and are they um, hosting it up. no no they, they they play the character it's a doco they're not <laughs> <laughs> hi I'm Anne Hathaway and I'm Jared Leto. And today we want to talk to you. I was like, what the hell? We're talking about a, biz, a fucked up biz dojo. <laughs> Come and join us. Right. Okay. Oh, that sounds good. Mm. Bit of acting. Have you, got, have you got four gigs tonight, by the way? Like, what, when, you start on Thursday. I start on Thursday. I've got two gigs tonight. Um, and then I've got, yeah, and then kind of text. And I just haven't done any comedy in so long that I was like, I need as many gigs as possible before I go out and do an hour long show. My voice like doesn't have the ability to talk for that long. It like yeah. stops because I'm just so used to kind of talking in rooms at this kind of volume to um, my loved ones and suddenly to be like kind of Gorgeous. yelling into a microphone. My- like I just, I'm not kind of ready for that. Not built for that. Yeah. I don't have that kind of um, endurance. Do you have rat tests? Cause I feel like your throat's going to get sore and you're going to, 
I think you have COVID every day. Yeah. Yeah, I've got rat tests. I've got plenty. Nice. nice. Um, oh, I'm stocked up. Okay, King. That's yeah. good. It's amazing coming into a different country. I thought there'd be all this regulation and stuff. I literally walked <laughs> into, we arrived, I picked up my bag, handed it in my slip, and then walked out the gate. Crazy. And then you have to get a rat test and do it within 24 hours. And if it's yeah. positive, you have to isolate at home. And if it's negative, just roll on. Just keep on living. But it does give you hope. Like, it does give you a sense of, even though, like, there are still lots of case numbers and it's it's kind of bleak a little bit, it does give you a sense that we are eventually going to get through it. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing a comedy, an international comedy festival right now. So How, know, rec- how reckless. That's crazy. It's very cool. I'm quite jealous. I'm definitely getting, like, pangs of, like, oh, it'd be cool to be in Melbourne right now. You're doing enough. You've got plenty spot. of wonderful things on. Um, I, I did have to do a saliva test to go over. Oh, yuck. I told you about those, eh? The, had you done one before? I've never done one before. Drooling into that tube. God, we just spit onto a spoon and then put it into the little thing. It, it's so much saliva. I did not realize how much saliva it was. And the room was in, um, like, in Newmarket where the Noel Leeming is. It was this, like, uh-huh. private, you know, spit company. And it was this room filled with these little spit company half cubicles aligning. It's a documentary the about Anne Hathaway and Jerry Leto's spit company. <laughs> <laughs> and it was all these tiny cubicles lined up against the wall, which looked like kind of some sort of weird, um, like jerk off in a cubicle kink bar. Yeah. Like it was the aesthetic was kind of cool though. And then I feel like the person running the room, who was sort of in the PPE watching us all spit, was gay. Because there was just that kind of fizz between us. He kept, he kept walking past and saying, good one, pig. <laughs> spit on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, spit on it. Spit um, on it. I'm not a big, like, spit guy. I don't, I'm not really into it. Yeah, we've had this conversation before. Yeah, it's a bit, like, it's a bit much for me. Um, I'm not going to reveal my stance. That's fine. <laughs> I can understand why people are into it. I just... Um, it reminds me of my brother used to like spit on my pillow as a kid, like to kind of yeah, it's like a up. gross bullying the technique. Smell eh? of spit is like bad breath, and I hate that. This is like such a disgusting conversation. But yeah, I was in the room. I walked in, um, fully had not read anything, like in terms of prep, which is just apparently the way I run through life now of being like, don't read, don't be prepared, come in, and then kind of charm your way out of it. And yeah. so, didn't have my passport, had brushed my teeth, had coffee, like done all the worst things. So I had to wait an hour. And so I went to go get my passport again. And when I, when I went back in, I was so dry. Like I hadn't had any water that day. Mm-hmm. I completely dried up. No. And I was in there for half an hour. Just dribbling. Trying to spit. <laughs> like my life depended on it. He was I like, just... you, could, you could chew your tongue. And I almost chewed my tongue off. Wow. Yeah, it was like that for... Cause, so I had to do them on a tally show recently. And you like... Uns- I had to go into the office... Um, and there was like three production staff and and then I just had to sit at this table and there was a little app showing you how to tilt your head and then it had tips on different things to think about that would make you salivate more. I know. I like, think about delicious of. foods. <laughs> you know what I was thinking about? <laughs> Buttholes. It's funny though, like think of a lemon and I was like, I'm thinking of a lemon. Um, but I feel like they should play videos to make you salivate. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Or smells. Yes, smells. Always, if I open a bag of salt and vinegar chips, I'll start drooling. Yeah, and on that we really should wrap this up. Um, we got a meeting. We've actually got another meeting. We've actually got a meeting. It is podcast related. 
so don't come for us. Um, it's so great catching up with you across the ditch. It is. And I'll actually see you very soon in the meeting. I love that. We're going to, are we going to pivot to Google Meet? We're currently on Zoom. Google Meet is crazy, but Guess yeah, what? we are going to be in there. I've got a radio interview over Skype. Did you have to reinstall it? I had to reinstall it. I'm going to be today, Zoom, Google Meet, and Skype. Unbelievable. The Holy Trinity. It is the Holy Trinity. Okay, love yous. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a face. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.